Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Red Men TV. It is the Uncensored Match build-up as Liverpool take on West Ham on Sunday at 4.30pm. I'm your host, Ross Chanley, joined today by John Machin and uh, Jay Pearson. Um... We've got quite a bit to get through in this. First, I'm going to do what Paul doesn't do. I'm going to ask the trivia question right now, um, and then I will get to the answers afterwards. But uh, there are 20 Premier players to have played for Liverpool and West Ham in the Premier League. I want you to name as many as you can. So get a pen and paper, get started now. We'll do a big chat, we'll do the advert, and then we will come back on that. Uh, so get thinking, Jay and John. Um, I did tell you about half an hour ago, so you should know some by now. Um, the game, John. Um, Europe's done for now. Um, completed, as, as it were. Um, we're heading into an international break, but it'd be nice to get back to winning ways, heading to international break with a win. Um, and what is an, an, a, it's an important game? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're all important games, aren't they? But we're on such a good run. Um, we dropped a couple of points last week, but um, we need to um, keep that going, the, you know, the unbeaten run and um, get as many points as we can. I mean, Christmas is going to be a difficult time, so you, you don't really want to be dropping points you know, even to a you know team as decent as as West Ham. Yeah, momentum is important, isn't it, Jake? You know, I know a lot of people got annoyed with the, with the maybe probably the performance and the, and the draw at Brighton. Maybe a bit lucky to actually come away with a point in that game there. But also, you know, West Ham West Ham are no mugs. I think there's a period last season where they were they were flying. Everyone thought, you know, pun not intended, the bubble's going to burst. Uh, you know, it, it did <laughs> towards the latter stages, but they started the season off pretty pretty brightly again. You know, I think. Liverpool can't be complacent, you know. I'm not sure whether that was the case, of, you know, at Brighton. But you can't go into this game thinking it's an easy three points because it's not. No, absolutely not, mate. And I, I admit I was quite naive about the Brighton game last week because I just I was in this mindset of oh we can roll over anybody, you know. If we can put five past United, we can certainly beat Brighton at home. And it was very naive of me to think that the game would have gone as, as smoothly as I thought it would have, and obviously it didn't. And now I'm even little bit more nervous because obviously West Ham have I think they've won four out of the last five the fourth for a reason so we can't take them lightly mate and the Brighton game was a, an exact example of that so yeah it's going to be a tough one hmm. It's a bit of a six-pointer isn't it John as, as Jay mentioned there I've got the, the Premier League table up on, up on my screen here um, I've stopped it at ninth place because Everton are tenth and I've just been a bit bit and decided to cut them off um, but West Ham in fourth place ten games one six drawn two lost two that's that's really good form um, for you know a, a, what, in, what in people a, won't expect to be norm, there. In a normal league, that's terrific, isn't yeah. it? But but when you're in a league with Chelsea, City and Liverpool, mm-hmm. you know, 
the fact that they had a bit of a drop off. They started the season really well, yep. then dropped off, and they're coming back into form now. But the drop off will kill you every time in a yep. league where consistency is absolute king, isn't it? Yeah. If you're not consistent, you're in, you're going to end up in trouble. Yeah. But you know they they are doing well, and they've come back into form. They've got goal scorers in the side. They've sort of won over their fans now. They used to have a lot of trouble after moving into that stadium, didn't they? I think yeah. the fans have come on board a bit more now. Uh, Moyes has won them over, um, and you know they've got some players who get you know people up off their seats. You know Antonio, for instance, who you know is terrific. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they're, they're a difficult side to to play against, and uh, hopefully we just batter them. Yeah. Um, just just stick with David Moyes there. John, we we cover this on uh, the debate show on Red M Plus. Now you can start your free month. Use the code Red M Plus. Um, we, we ranked the top current top ten current Premier League managers, and David Moyes obviously came up in the, in the conversation. And I said, I think he used to be a bit of a meme, and obviously he was at West Ham. He left, and he came back, and he's got them fit and firing. I, I thought he was a bit of a fall guy at Manchester United, but I think now, you know, a bit similar to his time when he was at Everton. People starting to kind of stand up and take note of him. I think he deserves a bit more respect, or he's certainly earning it, isn't he? Yeah, I think he does deserve respect. I mean, he didn't get any at Everton for, for the simple reason he was at Everton. But, uh, but what he achieved at Everton, he did. Yeah, he? yeah. I mean, they they thought he was okay, didn't they? They as a, all, all managers who stay too long at clubs, they, there are fans who then start to think, oh, we can do better with someone else. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he, he got a reputation as being a bit staid. You know, and a team who were maybe difficult to beat, but weren't going to win anything. Um, and then, of course, he had the poison chalice of trying to follow Ferguson at United, um, which obviously tainted his reputation completely. And then he had a little bad stint in Spain, didn't he? And uh, so he's taken a long time to rehabilitate his reputation, but I think he's doing it now. Yeah. Um, I mean, last season he had the help of Lingard, who scored a lot of goals for him. And I thought maybe they'll miss him a lot this season, but they seem to have managed without him okay. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, uh, people are now beginning to think, oh, yeah, this Moyes guy is not a bad manager at all. No, and they've got the recruitment right there, haven't they, Jay? You know, John's mentioned a, a few players there. I think there's... I think it says a lot when Liverpool start to get linked to players from West Ham that they must be doing something right. You know, poor Jarrod Bowen, we don't think any Liverpool fan actually wanted at the time. But then you can see, you know, the way that he plays. I think there's, there's a, you know, obviously some sort of interest there. Declan Rice is another one, Thomas Suchek. You know, to so the defence, they've, they've started to kind of sort out with Bonner and, and Dawson. I think has been one of their top performers so far this season. So they've got a great synergy. The recruitment's been, been right. And once you get those things right, as, as John said, you know, when you, you've got fans that hated the stadium, hated the board, hated what was going on. It's a lot to take on for David Moyes. I don't really agree with, with the comments that we both said that he's actually he's doing a good job. Yeah, I mean, again, West Ham are a club that produce and look after players similar to the way Liverpool do. Do you know what I mean? We've got a history of producing fantastic players from academies and we've got a history of getting players and developing them into, in, into stars. And Klopp has, has done that massively for us, hasn't he? And, you know, looking at the way David Moyes, I think John hit the nail on the head, is the amount of press that he's been under you know, with 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 the uproar and like you said, the stadiums change and stuff like that. It takes a lot out of you as a person, and it it says a lot about you about being resilient, especially with uh, his tenure at Manchester United as well. It's um, you know credit where credit's due at the end of the day, but uh, you know with, uh, we'll, we'll we'll just see what happens Sunday. So uh, hopefully Klopp will still have the better of him anyway. Yeah, one person John you mentioned there is a, you know a huge threat for. Um... 
for West Ham is, is Antonio. He's got some, some stats up here. He's the top scorer with, with six goals. Only uh, Sebrahim has got three. Pablo Fornals has got three as well. Antonio's uh, top with assists on three. Uh, he's also top with shots on, on 35 as well. You know, his name's just kind of popping up. In fact, to be fair, him and... Um, him and Declan Rice, obviously the, the two standouts there. Um, Antonio's top of red cards and offsides, incidentally, in there as well. But again, that's someone that Liverpool have to be cautious of. We spoke about on the final word, Liverpool conceding sloppy or unfortunate goals. He's going to be someone who's going to be a isn't he? Yeah. He's a re- really, um, and we've had trouble in the past with forwards like him, you know, who've, uh, who are strong and fierce and um, put themselves about in the box. And it, it's no fluke that he scores goals. I mean, he was a right back for some time. I don't really know how he ended up being transferred up into a you know a forward. centre forward, but he's taken really taken. To, fortunately, I've got him in my fantasy team, so we're okay, okay. for a while. Oh, as long as you're covered, John. <laughs> yeah, no, he won't. He won't score while he's in my fantasy. Oh, okay, Sam. Right. Okay, Sam. <laughs> we're happy with that. Um, Sam, a record with them Jays is is all right of of recent times. We've. Uh, got it here. They've not beat us since 2016, in which they beat us in the league and the FA Cup. So we've had one draw, uh, two draws, and several wins over there, um, which doesn't really mean anything as soon as you go into the game because that's that's all well and good. But records are made to be broken, aren't they? So you can be confident going into this. But obviously, West Ham have developed over those years. You know, from 17, 18 to kind of where we are now, we picked them up quite a bit. They, they have improved, but again, it just leads into that. Leads into that um, the way the league table falls, and again, I think the game Brighton might be might help in this of going mm. don't 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 be soft, don't take these these lads for granted. And again, they're at home, which as John said is you know it's a happy place for them at the minute. It is. Um, I mean, I got a little back at the game last year. Um, it was it was a tough game until we you know we started scoring. I know that sounds really stupid, but you know if you remember the game, you'll, you'll know what I mean. And Salah scores that absolute fantastic goal. It's always a tough place to go. Either. I never like going to Upton Park and I certainly don't like going to this London Stadium either. It is a, a very nerve-wracking affair. And I think that was amplified a little bit more when we were going for the league in 18-19 in, uh, and we got the draw. And it's just, there's always been something in the back of my mind. I can't get rid of that stigma out the back of my mind. Um, but it's going to be tough. You know, all Premier League games are tough. But like we said at the beginning, the fourth for a reason. And we yeah. just can't take them lightly. No, um, right. We've covered West Ham quite a bit now. Um, we'll do so a little bit more, and then but obviously we're going to get stuck into Liverpool. How they make line up the change, the options that we've got. Um, <clears throat> what you guys at home would do, what I would do, what Jay would do, and what John would do. Uh, I mentioned the trivia questions. So there's 20 players to play for Liverpool and West Ham in the Premier League. Just want to name as many as you can, see how many you can get. Uh, oh, good mate, Def Mute Dan. There, has had a little crack at it. And he's only got one, two, three, four, smashed it. five, six, seven, eight, nine. Well, he's got nine, so he's not smashed it. Have you done? No. Uh, he also said he was the first comment. Like, I, I like him. Okay, I love him too. Uh, Simeone eats no frills. Chris was his first comment in there as well. So jump in the Discord group if you're on there as well. Hey everyone, Mate here. Just a little insert from me to say that if you enjoy this podcast and the other podcasts that we put out for free and you want more, then my word, you can have more on the redmentv.com. Go over there, sign up and get extra bonus shows from us each and every week as well as a whole suite of video content, documentaries, features and interviews. But yes, you can also play those podcast in your native podcasting app as well to have a seamless Redmen TV experience in your ears theredmentv.com sign up there today trivia question I've remembered um, 20 players to play for both John how many do you think no idea no okay sound Jay completely blank. this is right up your street this <laughs> do you want me to name them all <laughs> well as many as you can um, well I'll go with Andy Carroll yeah um, City Kamara. Yeah. 
Uh, ben Ayun. Yep. Uh, Craig Bellamy. Yep. Uh, Joe Cole. Yep. I think Paul Ince was there at one point. He's not on this list, was. mate. Stop making it up. Right. Okay. Uh, David James. Yep. Glenn Johnson. Yep. Paul Kajewski. Yeah, fucking smashing this. Go on. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how many you've got. Mascherano. Yeah. For that signing with uh, with Tevez. Um, and the, la- the last two was Adrian, obviously, and Rigobert Song, and I yeah. can't think of any more. Wow, round of applause for Jay. Absolutely smashed that. Um, Adrian, Arbaloa, Bellamy, Benayoum, David Burrows. Arbaloa? Oh, my yeah. God, yeah. TC Kamara, Andy Carroll, Joe Cole, Julian Dix, Stuart Downing, yeah. Don Hutchinson, David James, Glenn Johnson, Robbie Keane, Paul Konczewski, Mike Marsh, Mascherano, Victor Moses, Neil Ruddock, and Rigobert Neil Song. Ruddock. There you go, then. Well done to you. If you've got any of those at home, I, I wouldn't have done yeah, as well, well done as Jay. So fair play to uh, fair play to Jay. Uh, right, let's talk about Liverpool, John. Um, how we might line up. Obviously, we made a couple of changes against Atleti uh, midweek. We've got a couple of options, a couple of injury doubts. We know that Bobby picked up an injury in that game as well. Elliot probably still out. Milner out. Um, and probably Naby Keita because it's Naby Keita. Um, but we do have some several options. I'm going to start with the defence, John. We've rotated. Quite well over the past yeah, couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just think he'll go strong. Yeah. You know, it'll be Alisson, Trent, Matip, Van Dijk and Robbo. Yeah. Uh, I can't see any reason why any of them would need to... Re- I mean, Van Dijk should get a rest now again, but he never will, will no. he? So, Trent as well, you know, but then who replaces Trent? Yeah. And Robbo's just had a rest, to be yeah, fair as well. just had a rest. Matip's yeah. had a rest. Is, is there a case where Shimikas... Deserves to start this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I, I still think it's Robbo first choice, isn't yeah. it? So you know, Robbo. Yeah, um, yeah. So the defence, I think, will just go strong. Yeah. Do you agree with that, Jay? Are you doing anything different? You know, obviously Canati's put himself 100%. in that the past nope. couple of weeks. Oh. Yep. Okay. He just he's that's strong no, for get, get it do, done. I'm not doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Absolutely, mate. Absolutely. Matip is. I love the fact that Matip's playing again. You know what I mean? I think it's it, it's important for him to get another run of games. Wouldn't wouldn't be disappointed if Canate started, mate. But I'm, I'm agreeing with John. Just keep it to the the, the back four that we know. Just crack on. Why are you not starting Karsas Simikas? What's he done wrong? Why don't you like him? Why do you hate him? He hasn't done anything wrong at all. He really hasn't. I just think you know when we're the continuity of just Robbo because at the end of the day he might have lost a little bit of confidence. Some people have said that, so you know let's get him back in. Um, because um, he's had a rest, but again, Costas hasn't done it anything wrong. So again, it's one of them, and it we we said it on the on the final word show um, that it's it's a nice little headache to have, whereas you won't be bothered either way. But um, yeah, I'd I'd like to see uh, Robbo back in back in the side. Okay, saying Sheik in the comments here and YouTube says uh, Robbo needs a further rest to reflect. I'm not sure that. I can see that point, John, but I don't think it will because <laughs> it's an international break. He's just going to play for Scotland three times or however many games there are, so he's not going to get that rest anyway, is he? No, no. I mean, I mean, he's the first choice, so, you know, if he's fit, he should play. Yeah. You know, simple as that. If he, if Klopp decided that he was no longer first choice and Simicast had gone ahead of him, then mm-hmm. fair enough. Like, yeah. Play Simicast, it won't worry me. I think he's a good player. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't see that yet. Uh, you know, Robbo is still, you know, number one for that spot. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's move on to the midfield. Midfield three. Then obviously Fabinho came back in last night. I think made us all a little bit happy. I don't think there's anyone anyone here that isn't starting him. It's um, like he's not going to be a risk. I don't think. But I think the other other spot to possibly up for contention. We mentioned Oxley Chamberlain quite a bit on the on the final word there. John, does he deserve to to keep his place in this game? Well, I I would like to see him play, but I, I just have a feeling he won't. I have a feeling he might just go steady, which would be you know Thiago. 
Fabinho and Henderson. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, he, he does quite like an unadventurous midfield at times, doesn't he, Klopp? You know, you remember the old days of Wijnaldum and Milner and Henderson. Or the Brexit um, midfield, yeah. somehow. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I, I think he might go that way. But I personally quite like to see um, Ox get another run. Yeah, and you know Thiago's only just coming back. You know he's only got like fifteen minutes in his legs, hasn't he? After a while, so maybe it's a bit too soon for him. In which case, Ox might have a shot. Yeah, and what about you, Jay? Do you do anything different? No, you know you mentioned you mentioned before. I think off camera that Oxley Chamberlain's record it against West Ham is pretty decent. You know he might fancy himself. Everyone's got that one club where they fancy themselves to score a goal against. It might be Ox and, and West Ham. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Yeah, absolutely, mate. And again, he's he done himself no harm with what uh, he, how he played last night. If the knock that he picked up is okay, then, you know, there'd be no reason why I would be like, oh, why is he starting him? But, you know, I, I, I like what John said about having Hendo, Thiago and Fabinho in that. That would be really, really nice to see because that's a solid midfield and all three of them offer different things that we're probably going to need against West Ham. Uh, and I think maybe last night was the, the, the bedding in for Thiago. So, again, I wouldn't be surprised if, if that happens. I prefer that. But, again, if Ox starts, he's, he played well last night, mate. So, there's, there's no reason why he shouldn't uh, be in contention. Yeah, the only person that I've completely missed off this list, John, is Curtis Jones, who had, I think someone said he got an eye, picked up an eye injury an in, eye in, in training, yeah. which is Marcus Costas. I had two black eyes yesterday as well. Um, <laughs> as to add to the bags that he's, that he's already got, he's already, he's already not stacked it. But again, someone who, who, who come into form was playing a lot of football, you know, he's, he's, as, as bad as he's been made out, our midfield options were actually looking all right, aren't we? Touch, touch wood. Yeah, well, for, for a minute there, it looked like we only had. Um, Three three midfield players fit like yeah. you know a week or so ago, and now now Thiago, Fabinho, are back. Um, we don't know about Curtis, but um, so not not too bad really. Um, Cater apparently is is not uh, ruled out completely, is mm-hmm. he? So um, the midfield options are starting to come back. Um, 
I mean, Curtis didn't have the greatest of games last time out, I don't think. So, no. you know, Ox has come in, had a really good game. So, you know, I would like to see him given the nod, yeah. you know, uh, if it was between him and Curtis. Is there a is there a case where you, and you mentioned it there, Thiago just stays a substitute and you don't risk him, you don't yeah, push him, if, no. if you've got the other options available to you? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> he, Klopp, did say he didn't think he'd play before the international break. Mm -hmm. So maybe he'll see that as a bit of a bonus him coming on mm -hmm. last night against Atletico. I'm getting um, excited about Harvey Elliott as well, by the way. You've seen these things on social media. Like His leg was, <clears throat> ankle was dangling off. Like I'd still be on the hospital bed if I was here. He's, he's doing everything in trip well, apart from full full training, obviously. But he's, you know, he's looking pretty fit, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's going to be interesting when he's back because yeah. obviously other people have had a chance. Yeah. Um, so that uh, when we get everyone fit, our midfield is going to can be quite awesome. Yeah, you know, and it will change, you know, from game to game. Mm. You know, yeah, we've got different options and different things to do. Uh, one more a bit limited. Jay is uh, up top. Obviously, Bob Firmino picked up a hamstring injury. I think Klopp said he's obviously going to be out for a couple of weeks, which is a, a bit of a killer. But again, as we mentioned on the final word show, at least we've got some. Some different options there, and oh no, we might have to start Jota, Mane, and Salah. You know, first world problems. You know, we might be oh, right there. God, mate, honestly, when's our look going to change? You know what I mean? Do me head in. Um, but no, it, it'd be nice to obviously have have that depth in it. But again, that that front three is just as solid as when Bobby's in it. So again, we said on the final word, didn't we, about what Jota gives us in terms of that striker instinct because that's his natural ability. So. I wouldn't be disappointed if uh, if he starts, which he's obviously going to. But what I mean is that if Klopp decided to just throw a Minamino in there or an Origi, because it, it, it could happen. Um, I'm praying it doesn't. And that's no disrespect to those two. It's just I want that continuity. And Jota scored. If he's scoring a goal, you've got to keep playing strikers who are scoring goals. That's why I look at it. Yeah, and Manny scored a goal there as well, Jay. At the Athletic game and came off at a half time just for his, his own sake and his own protection. For <laughs> um, yeah. either getting sent off or booted it, booted again. So... You know, he's, he'd, had a, he's had a bit of rest the past past couple of weeks. Obviously, he missed out on the Manchester United game, didn't, didn't play Preston, played 45 against Atleti. I've got a feeling that, he again, his performance didn't warrant him being substituted because I thought he, you know, he'd look back to his, his old self. But I think he's going to have that kind of feel aggrieved, annoyed, but use it in a positive flow for, for this game as well. Yeah, I hope so, mate. Because um, Sadio Mane doesn't like being in Mo Salah's shadow. And I'm not saying that he is. What I mean by that is obviously Mo Salah's getting all the plaudits and stuff like that um, at the minute. But Sadio Mane does such an amazing job. And what I've loved about Mane recently is his defensive work. It's been phenomenal. He's been at the back post clearing uh, clearing crosses, been clearing with his head. It's been absolutely brilliant. And it's it's like added a new dynamic to his game. But in terms of yeah, being a threat up, up top, again, what like I just said, you're scoring goals, you've got to play the, play the game. So uh, I'm looking forward to it because maybe this will be the game where we just see that burst of and go, he is. He's 100% back now because he's still doing really well, even at like he's not as good as what he was a couple of years ago uh, recently. But it's, it, I, I feel sorry for the team who he does burst against. That's what I'm, that's what I'm going to say. Yeah. And uh, Mo Salah, John, we, we joked about it <laughs> again before, you know, no goals in, in two games. Again, he's going to be similar to Sadio Mane. You know, he still wants that hunger. He still wants the golden boot. He's, you know, he's, he's driven Liverpool to a lot of wins this, this season. I feel so. Yeah, again, but if you're going to put money on anyone to score a goal, it would be Mo Salah, wouldn't it? So, yeah. um, I mean, the only thing I'm concerned about is that if we're struggling to get a, the ball in the net for any reason, or we're desperate for a goal at some point, there's not going to be much on the bench. You know, normally you bring on Bobby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
We've got players to bring on, but you don't think, oh, yeah. They're not getting changes, This guy's going to change the game if he comes on. Like Jota or Bobby, you think, yeah, we're going to see something different now. You know, you're going... you're going to be worse off if you change any of our front three, aren't you? For yeah. for what's on the bench, would you um, would you do it the other way around? Then would you would you do something <clears throat> wild and start? No. Our, right. <laughs> try, try, try to have the coach. <laughs> I mean, when, when before we had Jota, yeah, I you know the front three picked itself. Yeah. Now that Jota's here, we've got a bit of a you know a change up with either him or Bobby or anyone else who's left out of that you know four. Um, but beyond that, you haven't really got any game changes no. up front. No, and I think like you said before, you know, you you, you go go with your strongest team that you've got and your fit, fittest strongest team that's available to you. You know, hopefully you go ahead in the game and you, you can afford to make changes then. But you know, get another win before the international break. And um, one thing I wanted to touch on, John, uh, just finally on West Ham, is do you think there's a case where Liverpool lots be made of Liverpool squad depth, but do you think Liverpool will have the advantage of being able to rotate midweek? Whereas West Ham are playing, obviously playing as time recording, we're doing this Thursday, but they're playing Thursday night. Europe, so far, they've, they've done pretty well, but to play a Thursday night and then a Sunday against the likes of Liverpool with an extra day's rest, do you think that could obviously play to our advantage? Well, we know from our own experiences that playing immediately after a European game can be really quite tough. Yeah. We seem to have gotten over that as a problem now. With that, We're obviously that good, but we, we've suffered in the past and there's no reason why West Ham won't have a bit of a hangover from Thursday night. Yeah. Um, and for all sorts of reasons, it's, you know, coming down from the excitement of a European game, you know, playing in front of big crowds, um, having all that intensity of needing to win in Europe and then coming back to the you know, to face Liverpool. I mean, that that's going to be quite I mean, they're, they're away at Genk, which isn't, that far to travel, unless you do what those Liverpool fans did and go to Ghent instead of Genk um, a couple of years back. So it's not that. But again, it's you know it's just managing that squad depth, Jay, isn't it? You know we mentioned some of the the standout players that they've got, but also you know you, you've got the the risk of running those players into the ground that aren't used to playing twice a week, maybe. Yeah, we've been there, haven't we? Um, yeah. When in our Europa League days, and it was tough to, to to do that sort of cycle. So yeah, so maybe it can play in our hands, uh, but obviously at the end of the day, the the way sports science works nowadays, they've got a, they've got everything in place, haven't they, to make sure that uh, players can play these kind of schedules. So I wouldn't read too much into it, but obviously I'm hoping it, it, it is that situation. Hundred mm, uh, percent. Let us know what you do with the starting eleven teams. Obviously, Steve's going to be live. I think it's about six o'clock tonight. He's going to do his uh, starting eleven prediction. Who you line up with at centre back, midfield, and up top. I think the rest of it kind of picks itself. Um, I just want to bring your attention to something um, which we've done right now. I'm just trying to find the right page, but I've got it here. Uh, we've released some more Christmas jumpers. Um, one of which has been a standout favourite so far. I've got it up here on the screen. Uh, it's a Feliz Nabby lad, which would be much better if he wasn't injured. But uh, it's proving a popular favourite. So go on to um, the store. You can either do that directly. Uh, redmentv.com and just click shop or you can go to bit.ly forward slash redmenmerch uh, the link will be in the description and in the live chat hopefully as well um, go and get yourself a Christmas jumper we've got a couple of the knitted ones left but only in small and extra small we may have a couple more but keep an eye on socials for that one um, score predictions John oh let's go 3-0 are you keeping that away away thing going three goals in away games besides Preston which was ruined um, but yeah by who was it who should have made the part Nico Williams that was it um, but yeah Jay 2-1 uh, 2-1 happy days I'm going to go I'm, 
3-1 I think I'm going to go for I think I'm up with the three away go three away goals again but also I think West Ham are a bit of a threat and I don't want to underestimate them so um, yeah happy with that uh, let us know your score predictions in the comments below keep them coming we'll come back and reply to some of them uh, later on in the week enjoy the rest of your day uh, don't forget to stick around on Redman Plus as I mentioned before Let's go. Uh, we've already done the final word from Atleti, so if you want that, you can go and get that as well. Um, we've got a genuine tech with Neil Jones. We've got an opposition preview. We've got the Starting Eleven show. We've got some other shows going out later on this week as well. So you can get a free month right now on us uh, if you go to RedmenTV.com and sign up for Redmen Plus. Just use the uh, the code Redmen Plus all in capitals. You get a free month, so you get access to all the shows that we've done this week over the previous months. Uh, the documentaries that we've done, exclusive interviews. You can go and fill your boots and just see if you like what we do here. Get a bit of a feel for it. You can get it on podcasts as well. So you let your things on the go there's a little uh, link that you should get via email once you sign up that tells you how to do all that as well so you can go and get a, a month's three worth of content and now is not a bad time to do it while the Reds are brilliant uh, John thank you very much Jay thank you very much thank you very much to you at home for listening and for watching uh, we'll have to watch along again on Sunday it's me and Stacey so join us for that as well just more and more content uh, we'll see you soon ta everyone thanks so much for watching if you want more from us then please do consider joining Red Men Plus our Liverpool streaming service with extra shows bonus features interviews and incredible documentaries like Netflix for Liverpool fans we've got the club captain and the club legends here if you join as a club legend you get your name in this wonderful list here look at them wonderful legends anyway Red Men Plus on the RedmenTV.com join up